the SEO and Publishing Podcast dives into the most important issues facing publishers in SEO, content strategy, tech, and media trends today. With your host, Vahye Arabian, we answer the most common questions, making actionable takeaways fun and enlightening. Hi everyone, hope you're well. Today I want to talk about crawl budget optimization. Um, what I've been seeing recently or what I've been working more recently is obviously there's the paid speed update that's happening in the next month or so. And a lot of times publishers are probably changing a lot of the features on the website or you know they might have their website on a server environment that's not optimal and Without realizing that, they see traffic performances and they, they don't understand why their content's not performing. I want to go through what all this means and ways you can address it, and particularly the crawl report tool, which has become very valuable. Now, crawl budget optimization really applies to publishers that have probably over 5,000 plus pages that are updating content every day or have a certain traffic size, probably according to Google's definition as well, that's probably about 1 million unique pages or users per month. Now, I guess the idea with crawling is that if Google can crawl through your website, they have a certain limit of time and um, priority to look at what pages they need to focus on in order to A, discover new pages or see whether existing pages have been updated in order to then reclassify or rescan to see the worthiness of that page. And the factors around determining whether or not they can actually improve the crawl or effectively crawl is around the crawl health. So if if they can crawl the website without any issues, then two thumbs up. If there's any basically site speed issues, and site speed issues might come from any features that you've put rolled out, or it might be how you set up your server, or generally just any connection or sort of database issues that can impact your server connectivity. How much a website can be crawled depends on your authority of the website, how much you're regularly optimizing and updating your content. And again, just looking at the overall number of pages, we don't know the number ourselves, but proportionally though, Google at a frequent basis will come back and crawl your website. Now that's what is, you know, called your crawl budget and ultimately trying to optimize that is what's going to help to improve a getting your pages more in the discovered index more quickly and also making sure that your website's healthy as well in terms of looking at crawl budget and diagnosing issues the first place that you should go is in google search console the crawl reports when you go to your settings for your profile you can then click on uh, crawl stats and on that page you'll be able to see everything from uh, crawl status, which is like your three ones, four fours, etc. Type of user agent that has crawled it, whether or not it's um, the crawl purpose has been for discovery or for recrawling, and and also the type of assets that it's crawled. I've had experience recently with some of our clients where we've seen uh, page load sources have lo increased over time. 
Now, typically with ad-driven model publishers, that can drive that up or there could be a lot of features on the website. Like I know for WordPress, um, which is something that we always juggle, but it's really helpful for indexation is the fact that Jetpack constantly recrawls the website to re-index and show the more fresh related articles in, in the bottom of the article section. Plugins like that or Yoast or ACF, typically a lot of these plugins are very heavy and database driven and they can cause interaction resources to load a lot more which can then slow down the website page and ads as well and ultimately impact your call efficiency duplicate content could also be an issue or a cause why google can't properly find and crawl your website because if it's trying to detect more than one version of the page then it causes confusion and it might just give up and try to find something else on the website but then by the time that it crawls and finds something else then it's run out of time and it ultimately leaves the website anything that might be blocking the website can be an issue as to why it's not crawling it efficiently your sitemaps and your robust text file not being optimized properly can be another issue as well ultimately the ways that you can go about trying to improve this is look at the opposite. If you've got duplicate content, consolidate your duplicate content, improve that and make sure that you have only one version of the page so that it picks up and crawls. If you want certain pages to be picked up more quickly, like for example, 85% of publishers will do this because there's SEOs that also help them as well, but check your XML sitemap, see if you have segmented XML sitemaps to, sit to ensure that certain sections and certain articles of content like news articles get picked up more quickly. And they're also included in the robots or text file because that's something that when when you're looking at where Google crawls first, they look at the robust text file, external links, internal links. And following from that, look at your internal linking strategy and see whether or not you need to look at your footer, your navigation, your internal linking elements and widgets that can help prioritize and emphasize any articles that you want to get picked up more quickly. And there's also ways about getting your news articles get, getting more picked up more quickly, such as having a latest news widget on the right-hand side of your site-wide um, on your template pages or increasing the number of related articles around a certain category uh, so for article showing the increased number of related articles within a category within a post in link related articles your sitemap pages as well that's something that even though other non-publisher sites relatively speaking say that that's an old practice it's still pretty important because what we're trying to do is you're trying to reduce the number of clicks from the home page so that way it can be more accessible and basically what you need to do is looking at any of the crawl errors that might come up. So looking at from the server level, what, what's one thing I've recently experienced, particularly with a sports publisher is concurrent traffic. Now, if your hosting can't handle concurrent traffic, even though they say they can handle a certain number of visitors per day or have a certain number of storage of caching per month, if you can't handle concurrent traffic, then you might need to consider upgrading your hosting, even though it's going to cost you a bit more. The overall instability and fluctuations that can come up from crawl server errors and not reached errors, you will need to wait. If a crawl error happens, that takes away a couple of days of news articles not being properly indexed and ranked. And ultimately that's going to impact your long-term traffic and site health overall because that's something that Google's monitoring actively. Or it might be certain plugins or inefficient code that's on your website. So I've experienced some instances where particular ads or AMP-driven ads where if you have too much JavaScript on your website, then that can cause network connectivity issues. So 
you then need to look at, you know, alongside your web vital and page speed experience updates, how you can improve the code efficiency of those, how you can remove some of those code errors and making sure that none of those things can impact the overall page experience, which can impact the overall crawl efficiency. And general housekeeping is going to be important as well. So when you remove certain pages, if any errors happen, where it might be human error, or it might be because of site-related changes that you make, always make sure that you follow up by upkeeping the website's hygiene. So updating any internal 301 redirects, internal broken links, any chain redirects, anything that can necessarily cause an additional step in finding the ultimate page you want to rank for. Because with a publisher site, it might sound small, but that one single thing can amplify because of the amount of pages that the crawl has to go through. And making sure that those happen. And, and if you intentionally have pages that you want to remove, then quickly do that by foretending it instead of allowing Google to come back to the same pages again and foring it because there's that probably like a three to six month window where Google would go back and try to find those pages again and again because it's giving you a chance to say, okay, if it's not found now, maybe it's going to be found afterwards and making sure that happens. And even with the redirections, making sure that you have 301 redirects instead of 302s. A lot of these signals where you can help make it super clear that you want that ultimate URL to rank is going to be something that helps. And with sitemaps as well, having a, a up-to-date sitemap, so WordPress would ultimately, and uh, SEO plugins like US and RankMath handle that natively, but if you have custom-built website, having maybe a cron job set up where you can regularly update that at a given point where the traffic's slower so that it doesn't cause downtime or concurrent traffic overload would be beneficial for you to do as well. There might be things as well that you might not be aware of that can come up, so make sure that you're always actively monitoring and you can monitor by two ways. Check the coverage report in Google Search Console. And if you have an advanced server-side solution, integrating with the monitoring reports. So for example, WP Engine, Kinstar, a lot of those main hosting companies use New Relic, or they might be having their own native application where you can probably try to hook it into Slack or try to even get email alerts or even downtimemonitor.com or those general ones at least, but they're not 100% effective, but better than nothing so that at least you can be more proactive on it because if you just rely on checking your search crawl reports in Google Search Console alone, that is a three-day lag and you will then miss out on the opportunity to diagnose why that happens and, and resolve those issues on the spot. And other ways of trying to improve the crawl efficiency as well is by looking at your crawl parameter reports or just checking your robots text file and, and just constantly making sure and troubleshooting using inspection tool to make sure that if there's the reason why a page isn't properly being indexed or rendered that you ultimately address the technical issues to resolve that so i know there's a lot of things that i've mentioned there and page speed as well there's another one which i mentioned so you make sure you do that for your page speed updates so i know there's a lot of things there that you can look into so think about that look at we'll put a link into the guide about uh, from google about how to manage a crawl budget for large websites and other related articles but have a think about yourself like is there have you seen seen a downtime gradual decline in your performance if so is that because of seasonality or is it because of general changes that you've made or is it just because of the crawl efficiency of the website and is that something that maybe you need to look into to improve your technical seo what are some of the other things you've looked into that you've seen that maybe i haven't included in the podcast today please let me know your thoughts and look forward to hearing from you next time thank you thank you for listening to the seo and publishing podcast Visit stateofdigitalpublishing.com for digital media publishing resources, services, and collaboration today.